Good afternoon or good evening or good morning, depending on where you are in radio land of Blog Talk Radio, where every Wednesday we bring you Dr. Fred Valdez live from Miami, Florida. And Dr. Valdez has been speaking with us for, oh, it's been over a couple years now, and we cover the state of health in the world today. And every Wednesday we spend about, usually about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, talking about a new topic and mainly related to Zija International's Ameo Division line lately. And today, after going through the skincare line of Zijo, today we're going to go back to the Ameo Division and talk about oils, essential oils. And as we know, it's springtime just about everywhere, certainly in, in North America, where we are, and it's really allergy season. So he's going to talk today about how the certain oils he's chosen will help benefit us with spring allergies. I know I suffer from them terribly. And just to give you a little bit of background on Dr. Valdez, he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. So on that note, I'm going to turn the call over to you, and welcome to our audience, and welcome to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Well, thank you, Denise, and uh, this is a great topic. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, most of uh, North America, we're in the middle of, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, the season where uh, allergies uh, come up and they become an issue, become a factor. Uh, and, uh, you know, it depends on what part of the country you're in. Uh, some some areas of the North America are worse than others. Some are drier, some are more humid, more flowers, and so on. You know, over the last 50 years, uh, there has been a rise in the prevalence of allergic diseases and disorders, and, and, and this has continued in what we call the industrialized uh, world. So, you know, allergic rhinitis is a medical term, but what we normally call hay fever and, and what's behind the unpleasant, you know, seasonal allergy symptoms we all know so well. Uh, and it develops uh, basically when the body's immune system becomes sensitized, and, and then it overreacts to something in the environment. Now, you know, the numbers are really high. Uh, today, between 40 and 60 million Americans are affected by allergic rhinitis. And the numbers actually continue to grow, you know, and especially in kids. Now, when left untreated, you know, we all know the symptoms here. The allergies can cause, you know, blocked and runny noses and sneezing. You know, the watery eyes, very unpleasant, and headaches, uh, and, and also an impaired sense of smell. Uh, but this is the less severe of cases, you know. Actually, uh, some people with allergies, uh, they have them and can be life-threatening, and it, it leads to inflammation and, and shortness of breath. So, uh, you know, people who suffer from these allergies, you know, and, and it's, it's funny in a way. They're often told by doctors and so on, you avoid the trigger. You know, avoid what's causing the allergy, right? But it's almost impossible unless you live in a bubble or something. Uh, because if it's seasonal, it's almost impossible unless you, <laughs> you stay indoors all the time. Uh, so it's nearly impossible uh, when the seasons are changing. And our immune systems are, you know, impaired also by the food industry and all the environmental factors. Now, thankfully, uh, we have some, some very powerful essential oils that can serve as a natural and safe way uh, to treat the symptoms and allergies and, and to actually boost our immune system. Uh, you know, essential oils or allergies have, uh, have the ability to chemically support the body and to help it overcome uh, hypersensitivity. So, you know, how, how, do, they, how do the oils uh, fight these allergies? Let's define what's, what's an allergic reaction. 
Yeah, man, this is one. Uh, it's in the immune system. It's an allergen. It's a substance that tricks the immune system, and it makes it think that the allergen is an invader to the body. You know, the immune system, what happens is it overreacts to this allergen, uh, which is actually uh, most of the time a very harmless substance, and then it produces a, a immunoglobin E antibodies, and these antibodies travel to the cells, and the cells release histamine and other chemicals. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sure that all the listeners are familiar with when we take antihistamines for this allergic reaction. Uh, but you know, the, the thing is that when we take the antihistamines, we're actually treating pretty much the consequence of, of the allergy, the symptoms of the allergy, not the cause. You know, it it's, uh, always works a lot better to treat the cause of the allergy. Now, we all know that the most common uh, cause of uh, reactions in this country is pollen, uh, dust, uh, mold, uh, you know, uh, insect bites, uh, animal dander, you know, people who own cats and so on. Uh, that's one of the big factors. And, and then food, you know, and we see an increase, uh, quite a bit of an increase in, in different allergies from food. Uh, you know, for example, uh, uh, peanuts, I don't want to deviate from the topic, but uh, peanut allergies can be very serious. I and mean, it's, it's, it's a fact that drove the airline industry to uh, to stop giving peanuts uh, to, to the flyers, uh, you know, for fear of an allergy. And that was something that was unheard of 30, 40 years ago or so. And then medications and medications, you know, of course, the typical uh, American, I want to say Canadian as well, North American as well, and also in other countries. Uh, you know, we take 10 times the number of medications that we took 30 and 40 years ago. So a lot of these medications, one of the side effects is allergies. And then latex, of course. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a cause for, for allergies. So what happens is this allergens trigger symptoms in the nose, the throat, the lungs, the ears, the sinuses, and the lining of the stomach or in the skin. And, uh, you know, and the question still remains. If this causes have been around for thousands of years. Uh, why do we have allergy rates increasing in recent history? So, you know, one of the theories is that uh, allergies have to do with inflammation. Inflammation, uh, you know, it's a root of most diseases, and it's a lot of uh, very smart people, who doctors and health practitioners, who agree with that statement, and it's a very true statement. Uh, it's proven. It's not. It's not an opinion anymore. Uh, so you know, the body responds in a certain way to an allergen because the immune system is in overdrive. And uh, so when you're really dealing with high inflammation, you know, an allergen, what happens is it sets off a, an increased reaction by the body. Uh, so this means that the body's immune system is actually overworked and it's stressed out. Uh, so introducing an allergen sends the body into this kind of a, we call it an overreaction uh, by the immune system. So uh, one of the most amazing benefits uh, of essential oils is that they have the ability to fight inflammation and boost the immune system. And, and pretty much that's the key, key statement, uh, you know, for today's topic. You know, essential oils for allergies uh, can help detoxify the body and fight infections, bacteria, you know, parasites, uh, microorganisms and harmful toxins. Uh, they actually reduce the body's uh, susceptibility to outside sources and reduce the overreaction of the immune system when we are faced with a harmless intruder, as in the case of most allergens. So, you know, what oils are, are good for what? And that, that's, that's a great topic. And, uh, you know, perhaps this is a, a good time on the show. As always, uh, we comply, and, uh, you know, compliance is a big issue with CG uh, International. And, uh, you know, another products that we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, mitigate, uh, prevent 
uh, any diseases. But all I've said, folks, uh, the evidence is just overwhelming, overwhelming on essential oil, and it's on the increase. I'm going to touch on that point uh, at the end of the show. So the, the first oil that we look at for allergies is peppermint oil. And, you know, peppermint oil uh, it, it can actually unclog the sinuses immediately and offer relief uh, to scratchy throats. Uh, peppermint acts as, as an expectorant, you know, it brings a phlegm out uh, and provides relief for allergies as well as colds and coughs and sinusitis, you know, asthma and bronchitis. It has the power to discharge the phlegm and reduce inflammation, which is a leading cause of allergic reactions. Uh, you know, there was a 2010 study published in the Journal of Ethnopharmacology that investigated the effects of peppermint oil, and the, uh, and, and the, the results suggest that peppermint oil is a relaxant of the tracheal rings and the trachea, the breathing area, right? Uh, and it also exhibits an antispasmodic activity. So in the case of asthma, which is like a spasm, it works phenomenal. Uh, so there was another study published in the European Journal of Medical Research uh, that showed that peppermint oil treatment definitely has an anti-inflammatory effect. So, you know, it reduces the symptoms of chronic inflammatory disorders like rhinitis, what we're talking about, and bronchial asthma. So how do you use uh, peppermint oil? There's a lot of different uses that we can use peppermint oil. You can diffuse uh, five drops uh, of, of this oil uh, with uh, you know, with water and so on, uh, clear the sinuses and reduce inflammation. You can take one or two drops of pure peppermint oil uh, once a day, and you can mix it with anything. You can mix it. You can use it topically. Uh, you can mix it with uh, coconut oil. You can rub it on, on your, your sinuses. And, of course, as all oils, when applied topically, uh, be careful uh, with your eyes and sensitive areas and so on. Uh, and also, it, it can be taken uh, with a cup of tea. I, I, I use peppermint oil a lot. Uh, there's another property which is not connected to allergies, uh, but it's the stomach. And peppermint oil is fantastic for uh, upset stomach, overeating, and so on and so forth. So, you know, holiday times when we all tend to overeat a little bit, uh, there's nothing better than a cup of uh, green tea or whatever tea you want or see just a uh, premium day tea, uh, and you add a couple of drops of peppermint oil. So it's a fantastic oil. It has many, many uses. Another oil for, uh, you know, allergies and so on, basil oil. And basal oil reduces the inflammatory response of, of uh, allergens, uh, and, it, and it, adrenal, it supports uh, adrenal glands. And the adrenal glands, uh, you know, are involved in producing over 50 hormones that drive pretty much almost every body function. So, you know, essentially, basal oil uh, is helping your body to react uh, in, a, in a good way to treat uh, rushing blood to your brain, heart, and muscles, and so on. And also, it helps you detoxify the body of bacteria and viruses while fights inflammation, pain, and fatigue. Uh, and, and again, folks, uh, there are studies that prove that basal oils shows like pretty much most essential oils. It shows antimicrobial activity and can kill bacteria, yeast, and mold. And this can lead to asthma and respiratory damage. Uh, so, uh, you know how to use this oil? Pretty much, uh, you can add it to a soup and salad. So we've done some shows with oils that we actually gave recipes at the end. And basil is a really, really, uh, you know, it's a very uh, variety of uses of basil uh, in cooking that's just fantastic. Uh, so you can use it, add it to soups and so on. And you can just just uh, dilute it, uh, a couple of drops of basil oil with equal parts of coconut oil, and you can apply it topically 
the chest, back, and neck, and temples. Uh, another oil is fantastic uh, for uh, allergies, eucalyptus. Eucalyptus oil opens up the lungs and sinuses, so improves circulation and reduces symptoms of allergies. Uh, and again, the studies have shown that it produces a cold sensation in the nose, and that helps you improve in your airflow. Uh, eucalyptus, uh, you know, contains a citronella, which is an analgesic, uh, uh, you know, pain and an anti-inflammatory effect. And it also works as an expectorant, and it helps you cleanse the body of toxins and, and microorganisms that, that act as allergens. Uh, this is a 2011 study that was published in Evidence-Based Complementary and Alternative Medicine that found that eucalyptus oil was an effective treatment for upper respiratory infections. And, and this is a double-blind placebo-controlled study where patients were treated with eucalyptus spray, and they reported a, a fantastic improvement in the severity of, of the, the symptoms uh, as far as respiratory tract infections uh, compared to the placebo group. So uh, there's definitely, uh, definitely you know, there's a lot of evidence uh, backing up eucalyptus oil as long as many other oils. Uh, there's many, many ways to use eucalyptus oil. You can diffuse five drops uh, at home, apply it topically uh, to the chest and, and temples uh, to clear the nasal passages and so on. Uh, you can also uh, uh, pour a cup of boiling water into a bowl, and then you add one or two drops of essential oils, and, and then put a towel over your head and inhale deeply for five to ten minutes. So you know that this is a remedy that goes back probably for centuries. You, you know when they used to make us breathe. We had a call and you put a towel on your head. And we used to use a Vicks vapor rub or something like that, which I, I used to hate that when I was a kid. I, I suffered through that a few times. But now you can use a, you know, eucalyptus oil in a fantastic way. Uh, I have to do a little story here with eucalyptus oil uh, and the eucalyptus in general. Uh, Denise, when I was uh, when I was in Spain, you know, in medical school, uh, there was a town nearby southern Spain where I went to medical school in the University of Seville. Uh, and uh, I used to take a, a country road to this town, a very beautiful town, a coastal town in southern Spain. And uh, one of the old roads uh, for about six or seven miles or so was lined, each side of the road was lined with eucalyptus trees. And I'm talking completely lined. There was like a forest of eucalyptus wow. trees on the right and the left. And at the time, I had a, a convertible, you know, a Fiat convertible. It was beautiful. I put the top down. And, you know, just driving, just driving through the road would clear my head and clear my sinuses from the, the, the fragrance and the smell of the, the eucalyptus was phenomenal. And, and at night, for some reason, it was even much stronger. So it's one of the memories of, uh, that I have from eucalyptus, uh, which is really, really fantastic. Uh, so uh, that's another oil that's really, really uh, uh, fantastic uh, for allergens, uh, uh, sinus uh, problems, and, and throat problems. And, and then we have lemon. And, of course, Lemon oil supports the lymphatic system uh, drainage and it helps uh, with respiratory conditions as well. And, and again, there's quite a few studies that have shown that lemon essential oils inhibits the growth of bacteria and boosts our immune systems. Uh, and my goodness, you can use lemon oil in so, so many different ways. You can add one or two drops of this oil to water, and it actually helps with the pH balance in our bodies. Um, lemon water improves immune system function and detoxifies the body. It also stimulates the liver and flushes out toxins. And these toxins, of course, can lead to inflammation. And again, we mentioned, as we did at the beginning of the show, uh, an overactive immune system. Uh, lemon water also stimulates uh, white blood cell production, 
uh, which is vital to the immune system. The basis of our immune system is white cell production. Uh, so, you know, and that's protection for the body. How can you use lemon essential oil? My goodness, you can use it in so many different ways. Uh, you can uh, even use it to disinfect your home. Uh, don't forget, it's not just treating your body. You can treat your surroundings with these oils. Uh, so you don't have to use alcohol or bleach. Uh, you, you can use uh, lemon essential oils to remove bacteria and pollutants uh, from your kitchen, uh, bedroom, bathroom, and so on. And that way you actually reduce the so-called triggers inside your home and keep the air clean for you and your family. And, and uh, this can be especially helpful as the seasons change and allergies from the outside are being brought in uh, to the house as on shoes and clothes and so on. Uh, you can use it also as laundry detergent. You know, it's fantastic. You mix a couple of drops with water and spray on your clothes and sheets, curtains and, and carpets. And then the last oil we're going to talk about for uh, allergies it's, it's one probably one of the most studied oils uh, and it's probably one of the oldest documented oils ever in the world and it's tea tree oil and uh, tea tree oil is a very powerful oil that can destroy airborne pathogens uh, that cause allergies uh, uh, you know you can diffuse tea tree oil at home uh, and, and it will actually kill mold bacteria and fungi it's actually an antiseptic agent and it also has anti-inflammatory properties. You know, we keep on talking about inflammation. It's completely tied. It's tied to pretty much every condition and disease that we have, but definitely with allergies, it's tied to that. Uh, tea tree oil can be applied to the skin and kill bacteria and microorganisms. It can also be used as a household cleaner to disinfect the home and eliminate allergens. Uh, there was a 2000 uh, study uh, conducted in Germany that found that tea tree oil uh, has definitely has antimicrobial activity against a very wide range of bacteria, yeast and fungi. And you know, yeast and fungi again, two of the causes that we have problems with our health. Uh, and uh, you know, these microbes lead to inflammation. Again, we we go back to inflammation and force our immune system to work in overdrive. So uh, definitely, tea tree oil. Uh, how do you use it? Oh my goodness, you can use tea tree oil on skin rashes and hives. Or as a household cleaner, you can dilute it, uh, put two or three drops on a on a uh, uh, spray bottle. I, I'm, I'm sorry, it's, uh, about 30 drops so on a spray bottle with uh, distilled water and so on, and you can use it as a cleaner to the house. So, uh, you know, oils absolutely do play a role uh, on, on allergens, and especially in this season where so many people, again, between 40 and 50 million in North America suffer from allergies. So let me just give a, a final overview uh, on uh, how to use uh, uh, oils for allergies. Food allergies. Uh, take one or two drops of lemon or peppermint uh, internally to relieve the symptoms. Uh, skin and rash and hives. Uh, you use uh, tea tree or basil oil topically to treat the skin rashes and hives. And you can add two or three drops to a cotton ball and apply the affected area. And then seasonal allergies. Uh, add 40 drops of lemon oil. 20 drops of tea tree oil in a 16-ounce spray bottle. You fill the bottle with disinfectant uh, on pure water, or distilled water. Uh, and uh, also, they recommend a little bit of white vinegar. And you can spray the mixture uh, on any area in your home to reduce the chance of allergies. And, of course, the allergy blend, you combine two or three drops of peppermint, eucalyptus, and lavender oil with one teaspoon of coconut oil and massage the mixture into your temples behind the ears and so on. Uh, and also the bottoms of your feet, which is one area that we tend to overlook a lot, but it's an area that actually brings in 
it's a lot of penetration uh, through the skin, through the bottom of your feet. So, uh, you know, this is actually for today, Denise. It's, it's, it's an issue that affects a lot of people, and we have some, some uh, you know, some options here that, that are really, really fantastic with a lot of different side, good side benefits as well uh, to treat allergies, uh, no matter where they are, no matter what they get represented, whether it's in the skin or through the nose and the throat and so on. Uh, and, of course, obviously, if you have the flu, if you happen to catch a flu or whatever, which is not an allergy, you can also use these oils uh, as treatment. And let me close with a real quick story. Um, uh, you know, last, last uh, convention we had uh, in Salt Lake, uh, they introduced the beetlets. And, and, you know, one of our team members, you know, Pat, had a, a developed a sinus problem and all that, and they were looking for what to do. And they had just introduced one of the beetlets, which is a beetlet is a fantastic technology that Denise uh, CG International slash Mayo Corporation uh, introduces these tiny, tiny beetlets with combinations of oils that you can actually put in your mouth and you can pop them, and they penetrate uh, through your, you know, incredibly fast. And we tried the one that had the peppermint, and the relief was so immediate. It was it was uncanny how how soon she got relief from that, uh, from that little tiny beetlet. So uh, and again, folks, let me talk about the Amel Division of Siege International. Siege International, uh, you know, I don't want to take a little, you know a lot more time on the show to explain about Siege, but uh, the Amel Division is is the only division of clinical grade essential oils in the market. It was introduced by CG International approximately about a year ago or so, a year and a half ago. And uh, it was the largest uh, essential oil launch in the market period. I think they came out right off the bat with 20-some different oils. Uh, Today that has increased a lot. Uh, And that includes the AGX technology, which is technology based on the MIT studies on genetic expression and hormonal response, and we should do a, a couple of shows on that. I think we did a couple of shows on that new technology. Uh, but the essential oils, folks, are the only clinical-grade oils in the market, and on top of that, they are vetted even further by what we call CERT-5, which is a higher vetting process that no other essential oil has. Uh, and also, you know, every bottle of a male oil has a number on the bottom of the bottle that you can actually uh, check uh, on the website. And it tells you everything you wanted to know about the oil. You know, where it came from, when it was uh, bottled, uh, everything you wanted to know. It has a complete, complete tracking system on each bottle of oil. Nobody else does that. So, uh, and, and, you know, CJ, the, the Cert 5 ensures that the oils come from our specific vendors. It's not, you know, you buy the cheapest oil and, and you sell it expensive and make a lot of money. That's not the case here. These oils are, are completely unique in the market. And uh, the oils are are going to be, uh, I think I mentioned that on the last show, Denise. And the next, uh, by the year 2019, the essential oil industry is projected to be to be a 62.4 billion with a B dollar industry. So, and one of the reasons for that is that the number of studies in the last 10 years or so has increased uh, tremendously, and all the studies are. Uh, they're bringing oils into mainstream focus. No longer something that was in the periphery, um, you know, holistic medicine. No, no, no. They have become pretty much mainstream. Uh, so, you know, it's a great, great opportunity to explore this a little bit more and see what oils work for you and, you know, uh, how, how you do well with different oils and so on. So, Denise, if you have any comments, uh, I'll pass the show back to you. 
Well, that was wonderful. And uh, just to recap, um, those oils, and, and we'll definitely post this up on the Club Moringa Facebook page. Um, those oils that you went over were peppermint oil, basil oil, eucalyptus oil, excuse me, lemon oil, and tea tree oil. And so on that note, um, we're going to end the call, but before we do, we're going to ask Dr. Fred Valdez for his email address in case you have any questions for him. Sure, my pleasure. My email is Fred Valdez, the number 56, at gmail.com. Fred Valdez, 56, at gmail.com. And as always, it hasn't changed. Valdez is spelled with an S, not a V. <laughs> well, we, we thank you so much. This was a wonderful show and, and great information. And we will make sure that we are back again next Wednesday so that you can bring us some more great information. And thank you to our audience for continuing to listen to us. We're in our, I think we're now our third year. So we're really appreciative of the fact that you do come and listen to our show and all the work that Dr. Fred Valdez does in research. So on that note, I'm going to say have a great week, everyone, and you too, Dr. Fred Valdez. Bye-bye. <laughs>